Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. Now, years ago, I had a friend who called me a chameleon, and it wasn't a compliment. What she meant was that wherever I went, I would fit myself into a conversation or a situation. In essence, she was calling me a fake. It really stung, but now I understand that what I was doing and what I still do is called masking. Now, during this episode, I talk about concealing our ADHD through masking. I talk about what masking is, the many ways we mask it as moms with ADHD, and the long-term challenges of masking. But before we dig in, I wanted to be sure that you've downloaded the free ADHD supports guide I created for you. Honestly, it might be a good idea to have your guide handy each week while you listen to the podcast because it's chock full of tips, tools, and practices to support you on your ADHD journey. And you just might discover in the process that you can let go of some of the ways that you've been masking. So if you haven't already, download the ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Now, masking is something ADHDers do a lot to fit into this neurotypical world that's not really set up for those of us with neurodiverse minds. It's not about lying or pretending to be something other than who we are. It's more of a coping mechanism than anything. Now, I wasn't aware of the term or that I was masking until I really started embracing my own ADHD. And now looking back on my life, especially my social interactions, I can see it very, very clearly. In fact, I have a friend who used to call me a chameleon and it wasn't a compliment. What she was talking about was that I would, she, she witnessed me going into any situation, right? And kind of, um, kind of mimicking what was going on in the room. Right. And I can now see that my chameleon like behavior is a superpower. I can read a room and I can feel energy from people. I can feel their feelings and I can adapt to the energy in the room. Women with ADHD, especially, are really good at observing behavior and mimicking what we see. But I guess for me, my chameleon like behavior was both masking and using my intuition, sort of a hybrid. But I definitely see so many ways that I've used masking and that I've masked in the past. And I still do now. Um, but at least now I recognize it, right? At least because we can't do anything. We can't make any changes unless we have some kind of self awareness. Now I have a friend who is also a mom with ADHD who confided, confided that she masked her way through school. She said she was really good at getting the grades that were expected of her, but she didn't learn a darn thing, almost feeling like a fraud in her own life. Now I'm going to share a few other ways that we mask. And as I'm writing this, as I'm, I was writing this, um, this podcast episode, I'm realizing another way that I've masked in my own business. I am a speaker. I love to share my work with audiences. I'm very, very passionate. Now, the way I was taught was to memorize everything that I'm going to say so that I wouldn't forget. But guess what? 
Working memory and recall inf recalling information are executive functions that are extremely challenging for me. I end up getting flustered and wondering why I can't do this, even though I'm so passionate about my work and I know it like the back of my hand. So if you ever see me reading my notes or it sounds like I'm reading, it's because I am. It's because I'm making accommodations for myself. So I hope this gives you permission to do the same. Now, I invite, I invite you to jot down what resonates and add it to, and add it to, add, add to it as you reflect on it afterwards. Now, the cool thing about podcasts is that you can stop and start them. So feel free to DM me and let me know what you discover as I go through this list. Okay. So here are some other ways that moms with ADHD mask. Maybe you per purposefully say less so that you won't talk too much or interrupt people. I have the combined type ADHD, which is inattentive and hyperactive. My hyperactivity is, it's often my mind going and going and going and feeling like I almost have to sit on my hands so that I don't say every single thing that comes to mind, even if it's brilliant. <laughs> Um, maybe you obsessively check your belongings or your plans to be sure that you don't lose or forget something. I'm raising my hand here too. Um, that would be me. I have become a bit OCD when it comes to keeping my shit together, really. I went on a trip recently and oh my gosh, the packing, I don't know about you, but the packing, oh gosh, the, pa the packing drives me insane, obsessively checking, making sure, you know, and, and even going in my mind, okay, so how are we going to... Um, how, how, you know, going through, through the whole trip in my mind, getting there, what I'm going to wear, what, what, what we're going to do, kind of uh, obsessively, um, going through those things in my mind. And of course, not, um, letting anyone else know about it unless they happen to walk into my room while I was packing. They'd be shocked. So maybe you react as expected rather than how you really feel. I attribute that to the big emotions that we often experience as women with ADHD. We may be well aware of that and hold our emotions down rather than let, letting them out in public. Maybe you seem and act fine and not show any signs that there is a problem. Maybe you hide your hyperactivity and you, you explode in the privacy of your own home or when you're people with people that you trust. Our ADHD kiddos might be doing this all day at school. The teacher re re reports perfect behavior at school and then they completely melt down at home. They've been masking and doing what's expected without an outlet for their emotions or their energy. Maybe you're overly conscientious about the state of your house. That would be me too. It's such a paradox because I really want my kids to want to have their friends over, but I want them to see it neat and clean. Same thing about entertaining in my home. I love to entertain and be with my people, but I feel embarrassed about the state of my home at times. You might have a difficult time listening and staying focused on what someone is saying, but nodding and agreeing the whole time. Oh my gosh, I do this often and, and I feel bad. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot remember what you just said. Or you ask them to repeat what they just said again and again and again. Now, working memory is an executive function that can be really challenging for those of us with ADHD. And I would bet that adds to the social awkwardness we sometimes feel. Well, for me, it's most of the time. Now, I don't know about you, but I take lots and lots and lots of notes at the doctor while talking to the school counselor, while watching something in a meeting and just about anywhere. So I don't forget. 
Now, you can't see it because this is a podcast, obviously, but I have a bookshelf that is full of notebooks that are full of notes that are somewhat organized. Now, will I ever look at those notes? Now that I'm saying that, I think I just need to, maybe I need to have a big bonfire. <laughs> and oh my goodness, phone numbers. I often have have to hand my phone over to somebody so that they can enter their phone number. Otherwise, I'm asking them to repeat every three numbers, even though there are only 10. And that's embarrassing. Maybe you obsessively organize and create systems. I can't even tell you how many chore charts and systems that I've put in place over the years, only to have them fall by the wayside because they're too much for me to maintain. Maybe you bottle up your emotions and push them down. I'm much better about this than I used to be, but it still happens unless I'm practicing my vibe care regularly. Maybe you say yes and you regret it later. Maybe you're a perfectionist and you don't share your brilliance with the world because it's not perfect, or you maintain perfect perfectionist standards to hide your self-perceived flaws. Maybe you have difficulty focusing because you're trying hard to hide excess energy. Maybe you suppress stimming. Now, stimming is self-stimulation like leg bouncing, rocking back and forth, biting, picking, or pulling skin, or... um, or other, or hair, or other repetitive behaviors, so no one notices. I know this is weird, but I t- type out words with my fingers, kind of like um, because from typing class when I was in high school, right? My kids, I, I shared that with my daughter, and she, she, I'll be driving along. You know, I'm like typing signs, I'm typing like what someone said, I'm typing thoughts. My daughter in the backseat of the car will say, okay, mom, what are you typing? What are you typing? It's a little embarrassing, but it's okay. Maybe you mimic or copy others in social situations, like I mentioned with the chameleon story, so you'll fit in. Now, the problem with masking is that we often hide our symptoms, leading to a later diagnosis or a misdiagnosis. It's one of the reasons that girls and women are diagnosed later than boys. There are social expectations of girls that lead to masking. It may be why you're just now getting diagnosed in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Now, undiagnosed, untreated ADHD often leads to anxiety, depression, and other forms of mental illness. There's also a higher risk of addiction, self-harm, and suicidal ideation in females with ADHD. Now, I don't know the exact statistics, but they are staggering in women with ADHD. And the stress of maintaining the masks has the potential to lead to dis-ease in the body. When we're masking, we might not even know who, who we are, leading to difficulty knowing what's right for us, resulting in making poor choices for ourselves and our families. Now, if you hear yourself in any of these situations, you are not alone. Like me, you might have not even have realized that you're masking. You've just gotten really good at fitting into this world that's not necessarily set up for our beautiful, unique ADHD minds. So check in with yourself. Ask yourself, am I masking? Do I mask? When am I more likely to mask? Is it serving me or is it hindering me? Now, here's the thing. When you're going through asking yourself these questions, it's not about judgment. It's not about being wrong. It's about self-awareness. So if you haven't already, 
You might want to download the free ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports. It's a step-by-step guide for setting yourself up with supports in every area of your life. And you might just discover in the process that you can let go of some of the ways that you've been masking. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. Now, one thing I know for sure is that managing ADHD is not a one-stop shop. There are so many tips, tools, practices, treatment options, and lifestyle accommodations to consider. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and wonder where in the world to start. If you're nodding your head yes, then you'll want to check out the free ADHD supports guide. It's a super simple step-by-step guide that keeps your ADHD brain engaged because it's interesting, it's important, and sometimes even a little exciting. I invite you to consider yourself a detective as you discover the ideal combination of supports to help you remain calm, be more consistent, stay focused on what's important, shift out of overwhelm and other big emotions more quickly make decisions more easily, and develop more confidence, all while becoming more of the person you know yourself to be. Download the guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. I truly believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Goodbye for now.